1: minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement Due $35 per line connection charge apply ctmobile.com but overall our guys did a really nice job finishing the fourth quarter um, did what they had to do uh, to, to get this win and uh, certainly happy for those guys and uh you know they have off tomorrow and off on Tuesday and I'll see them on Wednesday so they got a chance to really and I told them afterward what, what how important this is these next couple of days to really spend time uh, with their family and their loved ones um, you know and really appreciate them and tell them that because uh, you know our job is hard it takes a lot of time there's a lot of pressure to it and uh, it takes a family unit you know and a, and a lot of support uh, from their loved ones and that was a big um, and that's what they get to do here the next couple of days but uh, a lot is made about
2: you know, 300-yard passing games and these types of statistics, but for you, if you're going to be around 200 yards passing around around 100 yards rushing, I mm-hmm. you think that's sustainable or something that you can win with, you know, for the long term of your career, and are you cool with that? Uh, I mean, I'm cool with whatever, as long as we get – as long as we win a uh, game, to be honest with you. So, shoot, if I have 100 passing yards with zero touchdowns, zero thing, and we get the win, I'm cool with that. So, um, I know people – People love stats, and it's, so he only throws da, da 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 like, I don't care, we won the game. So, um, yeah, as long as we win, I'm not really a numbers guy, you know, all I know is one went up in the win column today, so, um, and that's all I care about, so, yeah.
3: Merry Christmas, Chicago. Good morning, Steve Rosenblum in Chicago Sports Radio 670 The Score. Welcome to a Bears Monday that is sort of a placebo for The Score's real Bears Monday, which is going to be on Tuesday, because Monday, today, is Christmas, a Merry Christmas to all who celebrate, and a Merry Festivus to all for the airing of grievances. I got a
1: lot of problems with you people. (laughs) Now, you're going to hear about
3: it. This air show is broadcasting live from the Hyundai Scores studios, brought to you by your local Hyundai dealer. It will be a Bears Festivus for me anyway. You can call to disagree. 312-644-6700. It gets you to the Scores listener line and the Scores text line. The Scores listener line, powered by BetQL. Bet Smarter and beat the books, download the BetQL app today or visit BetQL.com. 312-644-6767. The Bears got a bad win and looked bad doing it. Merry Christmas Football Chicago. I don't care. I don't care that the Bears won. They beat the Cardinals 2716, and I don't care that they protected a fourth quarter lead, as shocking as that is. They almost didn't, by the way. They tried to choke away their fourth. Double-digit fourth-quarter lead this season. They led 21 to nothing, and then the offense sucked again. Justin Fields, the soon-to-be excommunicated passer, sucked again. It's a passing league, and all Fields can do reliably is run. Oh, he is also a ball security nightmare. He reliably loses the ball. He's got to go. But anyways, the Bears held on. That's my grievance against them in a must-lose game. This was Arizona we're talking about. Beating Arizona is a bad thing for the Bears' draft choice acquired in trade from Carolina. The Panthers have two wins still. The Cardinals have three wins still. The Bears could have helped the good of the franchise by losing to the Cardinals. That would protect the Panthers' pick. Of course, Matt Eberflus has his team ready to protect a fourth-quarter lead a performance just good enough at a bad time. Perfect. So bare. so Iberflus. They beat one of the worst teams in the league, one of the worst rosters in the league. It's even worse than their three wins, that roster. The Arizona secondary was almost completely undrafted. Justin Fields, were he an actual NFL quarterback and a passer in a passing league, should have thrown for 300 yards. Didn't happen. He threw for 170 yards and needed some massive help. The Bears raced out to a 21-0 lead. It should have been a blowout. Even Justin Fields said so. So when you guys go up 21-0 and then you hit that lull of punts and the turnover, you had a field yeah. to How does that happen? What's the difference between the start of that game yeah. and the lull? And how do you straighten that out? going? Forward?
2: Yeah, I mean, it's just us. Um and it's it's that simple. Uh, you know, we started all them started on them hot early, and you know, before the two minute drive in the first half, it was penalties. Um, you know, I didn't really like the two minute situation how we uh, dealt with that. Uh, I probably would have did it differently. Um, had the clock running, used had the clock running on that third down, um, and you know, not have them get the ball. Both after the two minute warning, so they pretty much got a free timeout with the two minute warning with. Three timeouts, so I wanted to use a little bit more clock there. But I think uh, all in all, uh, we just kept shooting ourselves in the foot, um, holding penalties um, and stuff like that, uh, not executing. And, uh, really, I was just trying to get them the guys and just have that zero-zero mindset, uh, reset uh, back to the you know first quarter, and um, just you know come out like we did and just you know sustain that throughout the whole game. So um, definitely got to work on that, on sustaining that. Uh, firepower we did, we came out, 21 points, boom. So we got to keep doing that. Like, I felt like we could have put up at least 35, 40 points. So we got to just, you know, stay on top of us and really not get, you know, complacent because you you never know what's going to happen as we you know, have found out in the past. So, yeah. Do you realize
3: how stupid Justin Fields made the players, the coaching staff sound? He used the word complacent. Remember, we heard that from Darnell Mooney, who was ripped for saying it in the failure against Cleveland, the the complete choke against Cleveland. Guys got, yeah, we got up and then we got complacent. Well, this team has no place being complacent. Darnell Mooney might have been the wrong messenger, but that was the right message. Here's your quarterback talking about being complacent. This team that is a... An utter failure when you are looking for team improvement. They've won more games, yes, against a last-place schedule. They're talking about complacency. The quarterback did it this week. The receiver did it last week. They're talking about complacency when they get a lead. They don't know how to play football from ahead. We've seen that, and they haven't fixed it. So many things call for the end of this quarterback, this head coach, this offensive coordinator, this whole regime. Is Justin Fields just described bad coaching, bad players, bad execution. It's a, it's a miserable situation. If you want to look for progress, you can find some. You can make it up in your mind. If you want to look to Justin Fields as your savior, then you better put down the bong. The Bears were fortunate. They needed to lose that game, and they certainly tried. The Bears were fortunate. Bill Belichick did something as dumb as Matt Eberflus and won the game. The Patriots had three wins. Now they have four. They beat the Broncos, moving to four wins just out of the quarterback derby. The Panthers nearly killed Bears fans by coming back. On the Packers before losing 33 to 30 because they ran out of time and couldn't get the ball spiked for a game tying field goal. Look, the Packers are bad, but they're not Bears bad. The Panthers are really bad. The Bears are better than them. We saw that just barely. The Packers are a bad team, a defense sucks. They're just as stubborn getting rid of their defensive coordinator as the Bears are getting rid of their offensive coordinator. So this should be a hell of a run-up to the firing season, that last game of the season. My guests on this Bears Festivus show will be Mark Potash of the Sun-Times at 9, and John Greenberg of the Athletic at 10. We cast about for all the Jews we could find on Christmas. Merry Christmas to you. I hope you're... Warm, having a good one. Can you do me a favor out there? I see all of these texts. And Happy New Year to you too, Jim from Staker. 773, God bless you and thank you. Well, I'm here for you, but I got to know where you're there for me. So, our 312 644 6767 text line tell me where you're listening this morning. I want to see how far flung are we. Are we as worldwide as Santa? That's what I really want to know. Where are you are listening from? 312-644-6767. Later on throughout the show, we'll be here till 1130, taking you up to the NFL triple header. I will be bringing back a lot of the scores post-game show with the great Olin Kruitz, the legendary Patrick Manley, and the man himself, Mike Mulligan. They did the Bears postgame show. They broke down coaching decisions that they didn't understand, dissected Justin Fields' day and his future. I'll do that throughout the morning. Again, we'll take you up to the NFL triple header. There's some interesting stuff going on around the interwebs and around the NFL, and you're going to hear about it. Justin Fields can't pass like an NFL quarterback. He was there for you yesterday. All of it was there for you yesterday. Caleb Williams, the presumptive successor to Justin Fields in a lot of circles, he has some thoughts. I think you're going to find this interesting, Bears fans. He has some thoughts. And would you look at that? The Bears... The Bears are getting included in a coaching rumor with a big name. I will do that in a moment. I will make sure you know that. 708 texture listening in Tinley Park on the way to Wally's and Pontiac. Oh, my God, I love you. I love Wally's. Would you bring me back a breakfast brisket taco from Wally's? I, I need... I need that. It's, it's the most wonderful find in the world. Wally's in Pontiac. Um, Obi-Dan Kenobi um, from my Trader Joe's brought me back one of those tacos, and he makes trips down there regularly. Those are unbelievable. In fact, with me and Sweet Cheeks, whenever we get, whenever we pack up our stuff and we move to Beverly, somewhere out west, somewhere warmer, even though it's a beautiful Christmas morning, it's it's real. I'm going to get out my score speedo. You didn't know they gave us score speedos. Oh, yeah, there's I think we're going to be a, make a calendar out of it. All of us in our score speedos. So when we do that, we arranged our trip. We're going to follow Route 66 just so we can go to Wally's in Pontiac. So thank you. 773 Jefferson Park's loves Jefferson Park loves your reasonable and practical analysis of dead regime walking. Nicely done 773. 312 Wally's is complete trash. A wanna be bucky's buck I No, it's not. Wally's is great. 847 listening in Kenosha, Wisconsin. That's good. When you go to Wisconsin, if I may if I may offer this suggestion, remember to turn your clocks back 50 years. Just, just so you know when you're driving. 708 texter. The Bears coaching staff stink, stanks, stunks. Now that is a loyal suckage listener. That's the from the open of the Saturday Suckage show, Mike Esposito. Merry Christmas, Espo. I know you're not listening, and I applaud you for that. Stink. Stank. Stunk. Stank. 70- Stank. Stunk. Yes. 708 Texture. I heard you mention Wally's in the summer shortly after I found the place. Brisket tacos are the best. Yes, they are. Brif- brisket breath. I can't say that. Tyler Farringle. Can you say it?
1: Bre- brisket fi- breath tacos? See
3: breakfast brisket breakfast tacos oh i said it
1: brisket breakfast
0: tacos air
3: check that 312-644-6767 that's our text line our phone number you can be on the radio you can tell me how great you think justin fields is and how they should build a monument to him and he can't throw he's not accurate he's a ball security nightmare he needs to go a15 good morning merry christmas happy hanukkah just waking and baking in peru Not the country, but close enough. Love you. See, the 815, they they have always been a big wake-and-bake club group. They've come out strong. So I'm going to tell you about, I'm in. I'm Steve Rosenblum. I'm in. Right now, actually, it would be Molly and Haw's time. Doing Placebo Football Monday. But really. I'm encouraging you to tune in tomorrow for continued reaction to Bears Cardinals. David Hahn, Zach Zabin will be live from 5 30 to 10 a.m., followed by Bernstein and Holmes, then Gabe Ramirez and Mark Grody filling in for Parkinson Spiegel. So hang out with us on a Plumbers 911 Football Tuesday presented by Busey Bank and It's Not a Game Illinois.com. All of it can be heard on 670 The Score. And the free Odyssey app. As I mentioned before, the Bears got mentioned in a juicy coaching rumor. I'll bring that to you. And later on, Caleb Williams had some thoughts. Bears fans might or might not spit up their eggnog. I'm Steve Rosenblum. Thank you for joining me on a Bears Monday. Merry Christmas to you. Chicago Sports Radio 670.
1: Post your free job on LinkedIn.com/recommend today. Yeah, it's just about being resilient. You know, it's, it was a, you know attention to detail. Um, you know, on, on some things that we need to do better, and you, ha- you have to do that in the fourth quarter. And you have to bring it to the guys' attention and the coaches' attention. And we just got to do, keep doing a better job. You know, that's three out of the last four now that we finished the fourth quarter, going back to Minnesota, the Lions. You know, and then obviously this one here. And we were real close to getting it done last week, you know. So I can certainly see growth. Um, you know, the guys are understanding and believing it, and are doing the things necessary uh, to get that done. And that's the proof um, that we have. And and all you have is what you do on tape and what you do on the practice field, and are doing those things, and now it's starting to pay off.
3: Merry Christmas. Good morning. Welcome in. Steve Rosenblum, Chicago Sports Radio 670. The score of this football Monday, Bears Monday, Bears Christmas. Tomorrow, our Bears Tuesday will be like a Bears Monday. But because it's Christmas, we're moving that to Tuesday. And that was Matt Eberflus. He can see real improvement against crappy teams. That is so, so Bears. And that's all he's got to hang this on. And I hope he enjoys hanging it on when he walks out the door for good. Oh, my God. 312-644-6767. That's the number to our listener line brought to you by Beck QL. And our text line. And I was asking you, where are you, where are you listening from? 847-TEXTER. Normally listening from Keller, Texas. Flew in for family and Bears game. Stuck in Merrillville. Wow! Wow! Merry Christmas to you. So I don't know what you got, but <clears throat> the rich—they're different from you and I. Shohei Otani gave a gift. Like I want to be in this tax bracket at some at some point. After he signed that seven hundred million, a hundred million a year, that ridiculous. Deal, $70 million, 10 years after he signed the deal. Now, when he played for the Angels, he wore number 17. He came to the Dodgers. And number 17 was worn by former White Sox legend Joe Kelly. Ashley Kelly, Joe's wife, tweeted out, O-take oh, 17 to try to convince Shohei Otani to come to the Dodgers. She was willing to give up her her husband's number to get Shohei Otani. Shohei Otani showed up. Joe Kelly gave up his number, and Shohei Otani wanted to show his gratitude to Ashley Kelly, so he gave her a new Porsche. Merry Christmas. The rich—they're different from you and I. I've decided what I'm giving everyone this holiday season, the gift that is my opinion. Iberflus, Getze, Fields, they all got to go. I mean, they can stay until the end of the season, but after that, you know, maybe we could start calling it Black Sunday when a guy is told he's fired as he walks off the field in Green Bay.
0: There's a term for that, Rosie. It's Black Monday, the day after the regular season.
3: I listened to the show. I said Black Sunday at the end of the game when he's fired as he walks off Lambeau. Fast-tracking it. And so there will be coaching rumors if the Bears have any sense. Now, the Bears don't. They might do something insane and keep this coach. And in that case, they'll set the franchise back years again. The coaching rumors have already started. The Bears are involved, and the Bears are involved with a big name, and I mean a big name. This from Diana Russini of The Athletic. She reported this yesterday. Mike Tomlin's future in Pittsburgh appears to be murky, mostly based on the Steelers' recent performances against the Cardinals, Patriots, and Colts, all losses. A turnaround doesn't look likely before week 18. The fan base is frustrated and the team's play collectively lacks the strong Tomlin passion that we're used to seeing every season. Are they complacent too? Matt Eberflus' team is complacent as soon as we get a lead. Oh yeah, okay, this is done. We're going to get complacent. Let's go to the spa. This is. Anyways, Mike Tomlin's contract expires in 2024. And it's well known the Steelers organization won't engage in extension talks with players or coaches during the season. So we wait and see, Diana Rossini writes in The Athletic. There has been chatter that perhaps the Steelers would consider trading Tomlin to Washington or even Carolina to get back some picks or Chicago. Diana Rossini of The Athletic in her piece yesterday about rumors and discussions and what she's hearing in the NFL, that perhaps there has been chatter that perhaps the Steelers would consider trading Tomlin to the Bears. She continues, I think that's a move the Jets should consider if they aren't sold on their current staff, but I also know the Steelers understand the value of Tomlin in their city. Jets owner Woody Johnson came out yesterday and confirmed the coach is coming back. The GM is coming back. Basically, Aaron Rodgers is the GM and the coach, and so he's coming back. So what do you think, Bears fans? Would you trade for Mike Tomlin? Would you trade Justin Fields for Mike Tomlin? Steelers need a quarterback, and look, if they, if they loved having Mitch Trubisky, how about the guy who came after him? How about the quarterback savior who came after him? Would you trade Justin Fields for Mike Tomlin? You take the Panthers pick, you turn it into a quarterback, right? You still got your own first-round pick. But now you have a coach who's actually accomplished something. You have a coach who has won Super Bowls. You have that guy. No-nonsense kind of guy. You don't have a puppet. You don't have a guy who seems afraid to talk about his own shadow. Ed Flus does not, at least publicly, when he presents himself to Bears fans, he doesn't come off with any kind of, credibility or leadership or command, Mike Tomlin is, don't screw with me. That's what Mike Tomlin is. Really? If you I don't know if the Steelers team is complacent. I don't know if that's what's gone on. They're 7 and 7. I know that's better than the Bears. I know Mike Tomlin's resume is better than well, it's better than Ryan Poles, it's better than Kevin Warrens. He's got rings. The Bears Rings almost 40 years old. Would you trade Justin Fields for Mike Tomlin? Now here's what I would do it. I would I love that idea. But here's what scares me. Ryan Paul's trading with the Steelers again. We saw what happened last time. He got suckered in the Chase Claypool thing. He didn't they didn't do due diligence. He was sloppy at details. If it seemed like the Steelers were just going to dump him, why do you give up the better? If you gave up essentially the, a, a, the last pick in the first round, first pick in the second round. But if the Steelers are looking to trade, and you get one year of Tomlin, that's it. Tomlin's contract, or you trade for him and you extend his deal Which you'd give to a new coach, anyways. And you bring him in and you make a statement. See, the Cubs presumably made a statement when they paid Craig Council a record amount for baseball managers. Here he is. This is our guy. And then they haven't done squat since. So that's the Cubs' problem. But if you bring in Mike Tomlin, you're serious. I know people want to say that about Kevin Warren. Wow, look, now, now there's an adult in the room. and Now they got this. <clears throat> okay. I really like the Super Bowl rings Mike Tomlin got on the sideline. I like the way this guy approaches. He, <clears throat> he may be the most humorless coach there is next to Belichick. Okay. That seems to be <clears throat> the sound of victory, the look of victory. Justin Fields is inaccurate. Justin Fields is a ball security nightmare. Justin Fields can't play quarterback in the NFL. He can run in the NFL. We saw Justin Fields be Justin Fields yesterday. Ran like crazy. Passed pretty horribly. Should have had more than one interception. But that interception came in the fourth quarter in the end zone, with a chance to put something away, you couldn't be less clutch than Justin Fields. Jake Browning has got, I mean, Justin Fields is trying to catch up to that. If you are on the Harbaugh train, there's a, there, there are discussions going on there, according to reports, $125 million for 10 years. Jim Harbaugh, new contract. That's pretty good. $12.5 million a year. I mean that's that's Shohei money. Jim Harbaugh could give people Porsches, right? Isn't that the idea? Okay, there's a snag in the discussions because Michigan says you cannot talk to the NFL for 2024. I I I know we've had Hub Arkish on before. He's he was a regular Saturday Suckage guest, and he knows Jim Harbaugh really well, and he believes Jim Harbaugh is coming back to the NFL next year. Jim Harbaugh is getting big money waved in his under his nose. I don't know that he and Kevin Warren are the best of friends from their big 10 days, but Jim Harbaugh must still have the kind of NFL hopes that hub was talking about because he won't sign that deal. I never been presented with a $125 million deal. I think that's, a nice piece of change, that's a good salary for a day's work. But he wants the ability to be Jim Harbaugh is what he does. There's sort of a, a flightiness, a flirtatious that I, I want, I hear if I need. I just want to be kissed on the back of the neck. That's what I want. I want to be hugged. I want to be loved. I want to be that guy. Jim is Jim's very intense. I had a great relationship. I love Jim Harbaugh. I love dealing with Jim Harbaugh. He sat down one time at Hallis Hall and told me, "Yeah, I think I'm. Bears don't want to sign me. I'm worth five million dollars a year." Oh boy, did that did that explode in the city? That and the fact that he was working out in the Bears, the old Hallis Hall next to Michael McCaskey. And people were, "What is this guy? What is McCaskey doing in the players' gym?" And then they tried to imagine the boniness of the of the owner, the owner's kid in a t-shirt working out next to Jim Harbaugh. And then when Jim Harbaugh is captain, comeback in Indiana, in the uh, Colts, I remember the year the Bears, the Bulls were like, oh my God, they're playing the Knicks. The winner goes to play Reggie Miller and the Pacers. But you can't get a, it's the Indy 500 month and you can't get a room on weekends or at all in Indianapolis and you're live. You're going to Bloomington, so you're two. You're you're a lifetime away. And I happen to see Jim at Madison Square Garden. Bulls, Knicks. This is before Hugh Hollins made the call, and Scottie Pippen did foul him. You just can't slap a guy, Scottie. Sorry. And I was talking about. Oh my God, Jim. Do you know anybody in? Can you know hotel yet? I, I need somebody in Indianapolis with the Bears somehow our Bulls win this thing and Harbaugh says you can come stay with me. He had, a, he had a place in downtown Indianapolis. Goes, "Yeah, I got a room for you." Okay. Well, Hugh Holland's Scotty Pippen made sure we didn't need that. But I love Jim. I love the ferocity. I do think he's crazy. It would be an entertaining crazy. I think Mike Tomlin's the opposite of that. Mike Tomlin is a metronome. He's got no time for you. He's going to answer questions. He's sort of living out the Marshawn Lynch. I'm only here so I don't get fined. But He's a better coach than what they have now. Would you trade Justin Fields for Mike Tomlin? 312, 644, 6767. That's the rumor. The Bears might be interested. The Steelers might be interested in trading their coach. Diana Rossini of the Athletic mentioned Washington, mentioned Carolina, and mentioned the Bears. 312, 644, Merry Christmas. I think Mike Tomlin would be a great Christmas present for the Bears fans.
2: It's it's a lot of things. You know, everybody understands the offense more. Um, you know, of course, we have you know, more talented players, um, like guys like Montez and Tremaine on the defense. Our defense is way better this year, so I think we're just better overall as a team. And um, you know, we've learned how to win as this season um, has, has has gone along. So as long as we keep getting better, uh, keep practicing hard, and you know, keep doing the things that we need to do during the week, um, you know, hopefully we can get that one total number up.
3: Not playing vocals, Tyler. Tyler, we're not playing vocals. It's Christmas. Christmas needs vocals. Welcome and welcome back. Merry Christmas to you. Chicago Sports Radio six seventy The Score. Steve Rosenman with you on this Bears Christmas Monday. Encouraging you to listen to the Bears Tuesday. It's all football, starting with David Hanzak Zaidman on the Mullion Haas Show five thirty a.m tomorrow morning broadcasting live me here broadcasting live from the Hyundai score studios brought to you by your local Hyundai dealer phone number 312-644-6767 that'll get you to our listener line powered by betql bet smarter beat the books download the betql app today or visit betql.com that number 312-644-6767 will also get you to our text line And I've asked a couple questions. One is, where are you listening from this Christmas morning? Where are you listening from? Did you get the gift you wanted? And I had also asked the question because Mike Tomlin trading, being traded to the Bears, the Steelers would consider that, according to Diana Rossini of The Athletic, would you do it? Would you trade Justin Fields for Mike Tomlin? Well, seven seven three texture said, "Hell yes." Three one two texture said, "Steelers fan here. You can have Tomlin, and we don't want any more reject Bears quarterbacks." Seven seven three texture. Well, Mike Tomlin requires some GM authority. And an eight seven two texture. I, I had said that Steelers were seven and seven. They are eight and seven. And they are essentially two spots out of the last playoff spot. So they are eight and seven. The Bears are not. 312. Why do you think the Steelers are dumb enough to take fields? You know, that's a really good question. But if they're dumb enough to get rid of Tomlin, they'd be dumb enough to take fields. Just saying. 773. It's truly amazing to hear you people, you as capitalized. You people speak about the bears after an entire year of tearing down the roster to lose and get high draft picks. You talk about the coaches and quarterbacks win loss record. Now, when they get a win, it's supposed to count. It's not supposed to count because they beat a crappy team. Damned. If you do damned, if you don't, the reality is they won the game at, which was the objective. Sheesh. Yeah. Well, they, they told us they're getting complacent. They told they, the quarterback exposed himself. On the, at top of the hour, I will get into that, and I will tell you how the idea of if when people show you who they are, believe them, Justin Fields showed you who he was. Yesterday was perfect, just perfect. But for now, would you trade Justin Fields for Mike Tomlin? And where are you listening from? 312-644-6767. If the Steelers, where did this come from? 847. If the Steelers conned the Bears into giving the 33rd pick in the draft for a bust like Claypool, they'd want Arlington Park in exchange for Tomlin. (laughs) That's excellent. I love that. 443. Good morning, Jeff, listening here in Maryland as we get ready for the kids to come over. You're 100% right on fields and the Bears (laughs) suck. So glad you're not out there making excuses. for. There's no excuses for them. 217, Michigan City here. Howdy-do. Oh, howdy-do. 217, yes, build a monument to Fields, then throw it in the Chicago River with the others. Okay, all right. 616, give me Tomlin. But that's it. If you're the Bears and you haven't made up your mind on Justin Fields, why not? See here. Here's the simple part of it. If you're asking questions about will he show us he can play in this league? Will he? Will he be a multiplier? Will he be a star at the most important position in the league? So where are we? We're in the middle of Dece- We're in the end of December. Two games left. S- still asking those questions. Don't you have the answers? If you're asking that question, you have your answer. 224 texter. No, you want to trade a quarterback for a coach? Fields is inaccurate. He makes some of the most accurate throws you'll ever see. The whole team was dissected two years ago. Dissected? And now they are a competitive team. They're clearly going in the right direction. No wonder why you call your own show suckage. 224 texter. You're exactly who I want to sit at a poker table with. If you think they're a competitive team and you haven't looked at the teams they're playing and the fourth-place schedule they're playing and the record-tying three double-digit chokes in the fourth quarter, you have a different idea of what competitive means. Maybe not it's NFL competitive. Maybe you get a participation trophy. In your league. 779. Why do the Steelers like Bears quarterbacks? Looking to tank or what? Well, that'd be a good reason. 815 Texture. Why would Pittsburgh trade with the Bears for fields? Is Justin better than Kenny Pickett? I don't think so. Merry Christmas from McHenry. There you go. Listening to McHenry. Thank you. 801. Merry Christmas. About to... Work a flight from Austin to Denver, ending in San Fran to watch football. Enjoy. That's, I don't know. I don't think I'd leave Austin, but okay. 224. Do you think Mike Tomlin is some messiah? The Steelers haven't done crap for years, and even when they were good, Tomlin was blessed with tons of talent year after year. Okay. All right. Well, you're welcome to... Think that. I also know what it looks like when you watch and listen to this Bears coach who's every time he talks about and we play Tyler, we played it earlier, right? Talking about Matt Eberflus's idea of progress and we're making progress. We're doing this and just and when we've heard this, this sounds like a guy publicly pleading to keep his job. Hey, look, progress. Pay no attention to the NFL record-tying double-digit chokes behind the curtain. Not what he says, what he doesn't say, and how it sounds. It just sounds desperate to me. 3-1-2. Rosie, I love the idea of Tomlin being the Bears' head coach, but only if you get him in the open market. I don't want to trade resources. This isn't Sean Payton who's proved an offensive system. He's a coach who came in during Ben's, Big Ben's prime, and has struggled to win since. Eight seven two. Why would the Bears want Tomlin? He won a Super Bowl in spite of him. He's below average. What if Tomlin wants to work with Fields? Six three zero. Texture. That's a good question. I don't know why he would. I wouldn't hire anybody who would want to work with Fields. You've seen what Justin Fields is. You know what? I mean, we're going to examine what he is. We saw it yesterday. 630 Texture, what if Tomlin wants to work with Fields? Then I don't bring Tomlin in. I would never join a club that would have me as a member. I would never hire a coach who wants to work with Justin Fields. It's a simple reason. I'm done with this kind of if I'm going to be working with a project, it's not going to be a guy who's a project after three seasons. It would be with Caleb Williams. By the way, Caleb Williams. He was in the news. Well, he was in the interweb news. There was somebody tweeting out, a Cub fan apparently, judging by his Twitter photo. S. Penny 22, is the full Twitter name. S. Penny is the, whatever the account, the the, the first name of it, S. Penny. And tweeted out, the Bears don't love the, the the Bears don't love Caleb Williams. The Bears love Justin Fields and should draft Marvin Harrison Jr. with that first pick. So he tweeted out yesterday, after the Bears had beaten the Cardinals, this S. Penny Sham 22. And Caleb Williams liked the tweet. Caleb Williams liked a tweet in which a Chicago fan, presumably a Bears fan, didn't want to trade, get rid of, didn't want to dispatch Justin Fields, wanted to bring in Marvin Harrison Jr., did not want to draft Caleb Williams. That's what the tweet said. And Caleb Williams liked the idea of not being drafted by the Bears. Maybe it's a cold weather. Maybe he'd had enough of it in Notre Dame when, When he looked like crap. Maybe the Midwest scares him. I don't know. But there you go, Bears fans. Merry Christmas. Caleb Williams. The presumptive number one pick. At worst, number two. Liking a tweet in which a Bears fan said, we don't want him. We want Marvin Harrison Jr. We don't want the Bears to draft Caleb Williams. Okay. There you go. There's your Christmas present. When I take a break, when I come back, the quarterback the Bears have for now deserves even more scrutiny. But it turns out it's really simple. The autopsy, the vivisection, is really simple. There were two plays that showed you who Justin Fields is. I will bring them to you. I'm Steve Rosenblum. Bears Monday, Bears Christmas. Merry Christmas to you. Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score.
0: Put the spring back into your step and into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.
1: You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.